Hey, Hound Dogs, I'm David Hankins. And I'm Paul Hankins. And you're on the air with Power Squared. Uh, this week we're going to talk about content that seems to be disappearing off of a lot of streaming services, in particular HBO Max. Uh, so don't worry about this content going away. <laughs> we're silly. It's going to keep doing the show. But uh, there's a lot of... Uh, in Hollywood, I guess there's a lot of stuff, especially with HBO and Warner Brothers. You know, like they made a movie, you know, Batgirl, and yeah, it's gone. I'm not going to show it. And there's some other Scooby Doo thing they did. Yeah, it was a Scoob and movie. Oh, not going to show it. So it's kind of crazy. But uh, we're also noticing that things are disappearing off of HBO Max. In some cases, originals that they created. Yeah. And in some cases. They finished the new season, but they're not going to show it for whatever reason. So they seem like they're throwing a lot of money away. Yeah. And disappointing a lot of people. Yes. Especially uh, animation yes. Uh, fans and creators. Yes. And we'll get to that, how it affects us later. <laughs> yeah. Because it kind of does. Uh, so I want to talk about some of the shows that are being... Yeah, so first, uh, kind of a recap of what happened in August. Uh, they removed uh, 36 titles, including uh, 20 originals, uh, looking at a list from uh, Variety. Uh, the originals were 12 Dates of Christmas, About Last Night, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, Close Enough, Ellen's Next Great Designer, Esme and Roy, The Fungies, Generation Hustle, Generation, Infinity Train, Little Ellen, My Mom, Your Dad, Odo, Ravi Patel's Pursuit of Happiness, uh, Summer Camp Island, The Not So Late, Not Too Late Show with Elmo, The Runaway Bunny, uh, Theodosia, uh, Tig and Seek, and Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. The uh, HBO originals were My Dinner with Hervé, Hervé and Cher. The Cartoon Network content that was removed was Dodo, ironically. Uh, Elliot from Earth, Mau Mau Heroes of Pure Heart, Mighty Magiswords, OK KO, Let's Be Heroes, Uncle Grandpa, and Vector and Valentino. And their acquired titles were Detention Adventure, Messi Goes to Okido, Mia's Magic Playground, The Ollie and Moon Show, Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, Make It Big, Make It Small, and Squish. Okay. That's a lot of shows. Yeah. All at one time. Um, now, to take a sort of a corporate view of this in some cases they're canceling shows they think are low rated right uh they also are probably looking at things like participations and residuals for shows that are again low rated or maybe they just you know i are and they're also trying to because of the way mergers work because discovery for whatever reason bought Warner brothers uh warner brothers has to pay off pay back There's billions of dollars that they spent on it and so they're probably looking at ways of cutting back and they're sadly it seems like unfairly attacking animated shows as well yeah. as other shows yeah uh, and in some cases they also could just lose the licensing but yeah but these are originals and so they're that's probably not the case yeah it uh, kind of uh, hurt especially hard with the animated mm -hmm. side uh, for example, uh, Summer Camp Island uh, aired on Cartoon Network, um, linear television, and then it went to uh, <laughs> linear television. Okay. And then it went to uh, HBO Max as a and was 
considered an original. And uh, the sixth and final season was supposed to air on there this year, but then it got pulled. Uh, so Cartoon Network put it back onto TV, and they're going to air it on TV. Oh, okay. So it's not... So at least uh, Summer Camp Island will get its uh, final season aired in some form. Uh, with Mau Mau, however, uh, it really sucks because I, I was one of those people who was waiting years for season two, and I guess this is a confirmation that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they announced the season, announced season two during like Comic-Con, Okay. Or showed off part of it during uh, Comic Con at home. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, interestingly, I was actually watching Mau Mau while writing a script for a uh, try to get into a program. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was yeah, I was like eight uh, episodes away from the end. So then when they announced they were pulling stuff like that night, I disregarded everything else I was going to do and just finished watching the whole thing and that turned out to be good because then they pulled it. Okay, so it's gone. Yeah. Um, and uh, what also sucks is that some of the shows that got pulled, uh, there is no other way to watch it except for piracy. So it's those shows are, are considered lost media. And... Uh, there are shows like Mau Mau that you can still buy uh, digitally on places like Amazon, but that's not, it's probably not going to be there forever. Mm -hmm. So the only other way to watch that is piracy. Now, I, I know we're kind of, it sounds like we're picking on HBO Max because we actually subscribe to that service. I know this happens, you know, Netflix cancels shows all the time. And, yeah. Uh, uh, it just seems like it's a trend, especially with Warner Brothers. I mean, we had they they launched CNN Plus and then canceled it within like a day after they yeah. launched it. I mean, <laughs> it's just it, you know, and then part of that is again you're changing, uh, you know, owners and CEOs and all that, and so they're trying to put their brand on things and all that. But it just seems like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, and especially when you finish products and then just and don't show them take the write off which just seems silly to me yeah and then what also ends up happening is uh people who are creating content like for again hbo max uh they no longer want to work with them well they well they also had the problem where during the pandemic or we're still in the pandemic during the height of the pandemic yeah that they were taking everything not putting in theaters or putting on hbo max so you had a lot of Directors that were upset because hey, I was you know I was told it's gonna be in a theater, yeah, not on a streaming service. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, yeah things happening in the industry that aren't aren't predictable, I guess, especially with as I say Warner Brothers. Yeah, just something flying around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so of those shows. What, what, so the the three you watched were Infinity Train, yeah, Mau Mau, and Summer Camp Island. Okay, and do we know anything about the other shows at all? Uh, not too much. Um, I have seen 
an episode of OKKO OK that was a crossover with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and I saw an episode of Victor and Valentino. I think I saw it through TV though. Mm-hmm. That was a crossover with Villainous, which I'm still hoping comes to the U.S. <laughs> okay. Um, and isn't locked behind uh, Latin America. <laughs> now, wasn't the fungi something that they showed at one of those home? Yeah, Comic Con at home, they showed off uh, the fungies and uh, Tig and Seek. And the fungies look kind of not so good, I thought. Right. Uh, I wasn't sure of the quality either, but it still sucks for the creator. Right. No, and I'm, and yeah, and that, and that it always cr- sucks when you yeah. get canceled or lose your job or whatever. There's something you're passionate about, like uh, close enough. I've, I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. It was by the same uh, creator as a uh, regular show. Okay. Uh, regular show was on Cartoon Network at the same time as Adventure Time. So oh, yeah. uh, there was always a argument of, like, which is better between Adventure Time and regular show. And uh, Close Enough is, again, same creator. And uh, that was aimed at an older audience. Right. Because it's basically about, uh, I think it's about, uh, like, people who realize they're not really young anymore. <laughs> Who's that? Okay. <laughs> All right. Like, think closer to oh, your age. age. Yeah. Well, think about my age. Way past not feeling young anymore. Um, like, people are approaching their 30s and realizing, oh, no, I'm not young anymore. <laughs> yeah, that does happen to you. Um... Okay, so we don't really that familiar. We don't. There's a, a really almost too much. To, not that this is an excuse, but there's almost too much television to keep up with. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't have the time to really invest. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in a new series and all that kind of stuff. So, it, it, it. And I know we watch some of those shows, and I like some of those shows, but yeah. it doesn't really. I'm not hurt that they're canceling the fungies and things like that. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 bad with things that get uh, are, are just gone. Yeah. And one of the when they go on to like electronic sell through or um, yeah, which is what you're trying to do with buying it digitally. Yeah. A lot of times uh I assume I, it used to be that way with books. Is you know we lost the license, so you lost it as well. Yeah. And I'm not sure if when you actually buy an EST that you're actually going to own it forever. And what happens if I'll say it? What happens if Amazon goes away or you know whatever the platforms are? Yeah. Um, so. Not that Amazon's going to go away. But. <clears throat> um. Yeah. I. Th- I think this has come up before, like, when streaming services have taken stuff down because they, like, lose the license. Like, uh, I remember there was a conversation at least a few times where, like, Netflix had to take stuff off, and so they brought up a conversation, like, how come I can't find this on Netflix? Right. Well, one of their biggest uh, shows used to be Friends. Yeah. Which you can watch on, you know, uh, Nick at Night, but... Uh, it um, they they lost that because 
I guess I thought Warner Bros. was put it on HBO Max. <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah, so there's some shows like, again, you lose the license and you have to take the show. Like, we were looking at a list and had Kill Bill, Volumes 1 and 2. Yeah. They just lost the licensing for that. That happens. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 sadder when you try to build up a show because like again they they ha- they hyped Fungies and the other show on the yeah Tekken Two yeah and are those did that that one get canceled too yeah that got pulled yeah so I mean it's I, they got to release the show but, but then it got pulled right because oh we need a tax write off yeah it's just it's, that's where you realize that it's it's bean counters not creators in charge. Yeah, and then it kind of it can go into a larger discussion about like how animation has generally been uh, mistreated compared to live action because animation, after all this time, is still viewed as like the lesser form. Well, and it also takes, it's pretty expensive to do too, isn't it? Like yeah, time consuming and yeah, but so can live so oh, live action. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would imagine you could do a, a ten week. The seasons are also pretty short sometimes like 20 you know 22 episodes is kind of they don't do that anymore it's like 10 right yeah and i would imagine you could do it between the writing and the production of a 10-week show live you could do it faster than you could do a 10-week animated show yes but like uh animation basically carried uh tv and film during the pandemic because nothing else could get made right and it's yeah i i mean i agree i'm, I'm just trying to again look at it from a corporate point of view. I don't think it's probably more expensive than doing a live show because you're not, not paying the actors and all that and locations and all that. Yeah, with animation, you're uh, pretty much only limited by your imagination and uh, the budget can also vary. Like if it's an adult swim show like Smiling Friends, that's still done like on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the and with Rick and Morty, that's also done on the cheap, generally, but the only reason it looks as good as it does is because it's rig-based animation. And explain what that is. Rig-based, you are not drawing, like, they're not drawing Rick every frame. Okay. They're manipulating a puppet. Digitally. Oh, digital puppet, okay. Isn't that kind of what they do with CGI stuff, anyway? Yeah, but there's, Rick is still a 2D model that they're manipulating and they're just so good at manipulating it that you don't notice that it's a rig. I see. Wow. So that's for the joints and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. I mean, early Rick and Morty, you can kind of tell compared to now, it's not as smooth because they didn't get as good at it as they are now. Well, the longer you do something, hopefully the better you get at it. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. And I don't see Rick and Morty going away anytime soon. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> they have that. But how many more episodes? Like fifty to go, or something. Anyway, it's a different, different story. Bodegas. Yes. Uh, so if I have a show that I like and it it's on and it goes off the air, what my choices are? What digital or? Or uh, if they if they ever released a physical copy. Now one of the, one of the shows I thought was going off was Foster's. Well, we. It's not that Foster's was confirmed to go off. It's just we got suddenly uh, worried. Okay. About like, well, anything could go off now. <laughs> right. Well, then that's 
probably always going to be true. Yeah, but I mean, because HBO Max was, was seemed like they were specifically going after the Cartoon Network stuff. Okay. And that was a Cartoon Network show. So it was just Panic. Yeah. Okay. But that's a, that's coming out on a yeah complete series DVD. I don't know whether to put it on Blu-ray, but DVD, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are there other ways? Other choices? Yeah. There's DVDs. Yeah. Um, DVD, this, uh, I guess in general, this also kind of brings up the discussion of, like, the advantage of physical over digital. Okay. So, like, with digital, if the content goes away, it's just gone. But if you have a physical copy, you can still uh, look at it whenever you want. As long as you have a player. Yeah. And as long as you have the disc. Like, uh, interesting. One of the shows, Infinity Train, uh, they had released two DVDs. Uh, ours are still sealed, and we got them for like 10 bucks when they first came out. Uh, but as soon as, you know, as... What typically happens is as soon as digital goes away, people go after the physical. Mm -hmm. Because now that's kind of the only way to watch it. So these sold out like really quickly on Amazon, and now on eBay, people are trying to ask hundreds of dollars for them. Oh. Wow. Well, that's, you know, again, scarcity raises the price. Yeah. But then what really sucks about Infinity Train is that there are four books or seasons, and only the first two got a physical DVD release. So currently, with books three and four, your only options are buying them digitally on Amazon or pirating them. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to figure out how to download their record the Amazon version to put it, burn it on the... It, it's just illegal. We're not encouraging <laughs> people to do that, but... Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Owen Dennis on his... The creator uh, on his Twitter, he actually uh, lamented in his bio that now the only way to watch it is piracy. <laughs> well, it also, um, I guess it's... He... I, I don't know the situation about how he got them to make Infinity Train. I mean, did they did he have a product and they approached him and he made it into that or did he go well, to Well, it was a short first that was uh, a Cartoon Network showed and then that got made into a show for Cartoon Network because there was enough uh, response to justify it. And then uh, at some point that, like Summer Camp Island, that got converted into an HBO Max original. Because they're trying to move things... To make, room for teen, to make room for Teen Titans Go. Well, it also, stay, everybody's looking at streaming as the future. Yes, and but... And linear television is going to go away at some point. Well, that was during Cartoon Network's uh, Teen Titans Go or Bust phase as well. Okay. So they're trying to make room... For more Teen Titans Go, and they've since calmed down about that. You would think, though, I mean, streaming almost, you know, because storage... Is, my understanding is relatively cheap to buy a hard drive or to store something. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know the intricacies imagine, of a streaming I, service. I don't imagine it would be like that expensive to like just store a show on a server. Now, there's also, again, uh, you know, things beyond just the having the rights to it. Is you have to pay residuals every time it's shown, and yeah. uh, you know, maybe you're, if you're already if you're already losing money, you don't want to keep losing money on it. I guess it could also be a I, again, I don't know how they um, quantify, I guess. You know, I paid you a bunch of money for 
a show I put it on my streaming service and does that I don't get I might get more some more people that sign up because your show is on but I don't know if it justifies the price you know what I mean yeah I mean Netflix Netflix paid out tons of money you know billions of dollars to produce stuff and their viewership is kind of going down or was going down right yeah uh, with Netflix it's because like the quality of the content is just super low because it seems like they clearly don't care <laughs> well, they just, I think they the thought is I'll put it up and people will watch yeah like they well they thought they could I mean look what happened to Cowboy Bebop <laughs> like live action yeah well that's just a mistake and, and the other reason Netflix kept canceling shows is because they wanted to make room for more new shows so, because they kept big green light too many, they green lit too many. Oh, so we're gonna cancel this, even though it's super popular after two seasons, because we need to make room for more. But again, I don't understand how you're making room for it. It's not like you have prime time and it's three hours times seven, so I got 21, 22 hours of prime time, and I got I can't show your show anymore because I got this other show I want to show. Your streaming is it's just out there in a way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I, I guess I, I don't understand how only room for search. making them I guess I guess but I mean if I've already made it and you already have it why, why just not leave it on there yeah I don't know uh, that's uh, that's the part I don't under, and I, I'm not pretending to understand the business that way but it just it just seems to me like just buy a bigger storage drive and <laughs> keep it going oh and then what also happens is uh, what has happened before is like uh, there's been instances of linear television rescuing streaming shows mm -hmm. that were canceled right uh yes. one example was uh tuca and birdie which was a netflix uh series mm -hmm. uh and it has the same characters character designer as a uh, bojack horseman okay so that's why it looks similar yeah uh and that got canceled then adult swim picked it up and then also mocks netflix for canceling <laughs> <laughs> um but again, a show like BoJack Horseman, yeah, uh, the producer made that and owns it. The Netflix got you know they showed it. Netflix, was that yeah, who showed it. Um, they showed it for a while, but their their license to it expired, and so the BoJack Horseman producer can sell it or where he wherever he wants to. Right. So that's kind of uh, again, it's probably a difference between being an original and being an acquired product or whatever. Or yeah, but. But if it's an original, then it's especially it's especially hard when that gets pulled, right? Because that limits uh, accessibility. Well, does that mean you're gonna stop watching HBO Max? Uh, I mean, as long as there's still stuff on HBO Max, I'll probably keep watching it. But uh, there is kind of less incentive to do it, especially if. I have a physical copy of it. The concern I would have is that they're going to someday stop having, like, I'll say TCM as a standalone channel. Yeah. And you can only get it through HBO Max. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of fear I have is they're going to get rid well, of it. Well, one of the things they're, remove, they're actually going to remove off of HBO Max is something TCM related. Really? Like what? Uh, I can have a second to pull this up. The internet's right here. Yes. Uh, 
current classic movies follow the thread, they've removed that. Oh. That might have been just sort of a a uh, series that they were, uh, you know, they, they sometimes do themes. Yeah. And I had fun. That sounds like a theme they were doing. So and that probably ended anyway. That was like an August thing on TCM. Yeah. But I think they had more stuff on HBO Max. And that's the other thing is if you're liking watching TCM and I always hate it no matter what you're watching when they say and go watch over stop watching this and go watch over here well I don't want to you know I don't have that necessarily or why are you telling me to turn you off you know what I mean right. we're continuing coverage on our streaming platform like okay so I'll turn you off why are you telling me to turn yourself off I don't quite understand that thinking yeah that's weird yeah so how does this affect power squared well <laughs> <laughs> Nice transition. (laughs) Uh, We uh, have been trying to put together a pitch to try to make it animated. Yeah, we 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 think you know we think the story is good enough. No promise at the moment. No, and and we're having to to uh, really take a hard. I mean, we started the comic book with zero prep. We just decided we wanted to do one. I mean, you know, we, we didn't scour and read a bunch of books we just decided to do one and we've learned a lot as we've done it and the idea of doing a trying to pitch an animated show based on it we're gonna have to make some changes or yeah we've been working on a pitch so of course our question is like if you try to get feedback from someone Mm -hmm. the question is going to be like uh who are you planning to pitch it to because you have to uh uh, base you have to appeal to the the They're, first the the pitch is trying to appeal to the buyer, mm-hmm. which would be the channel or streaming service. But with all the shifts going on in Hollywood, including with HBO Max, uh, it's a little hard at the moment to figure out right. who the right fit is. So it, because also channels like. Uh, Cartoon Network or Disney have been uh, getting a lot stricter with the kind of shows they want. Yeah, we don't have any songs in ours, so we'll be on Disney. Um, But, uh, yeah, and and if we pitch this to HBO Max, you know, hey, we we still like you. But uh, we're just disappointed that you're pulling shows off. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to replace one of those shows with ours, eh, that'd be great. (laughs) But, anyway, we just... It does make you, and I, I think the most important thing for us is to get a really good pitch going before we worry about where we're going to sell it, but or try to sell it. But yeah. it is, it is sort of, uh, you kind of feel like the golden age of animation on television is kind of past, maybe. It might come back yeah. when they realize they've made a huge mistake, but you never know. Yeah. There, uh, I guess, a parting sure. statement would be. Uh, like I, I understand uh, why people use streaming services. Like we even use some ourselves to watch stuff, yeah. uh, especially with stuff that's not otherwise available physically. However, the best way to ensure that you'll be able to watch something whenever you want, even far into the future, is to have a physical copy. Yeah, I'm just holding this up for convenience, <laughs> but just oh. to have a physical copy. Right. I'm saying it in case you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the answer. Uh, what? All right. Okay. 
So until next time, I'm David Hankins. I'm Paul Hankins. And you've been on the air with Power Squared.